Chrissy podcast. Wherever you are, whatever you're doing, thank you so much for showing up right here and right now with me. Woohoo! Yay! Hey everyone, I today I brought my really awesome, wonderful friend, Ala. Um, she's this kind, brave-hearted friend of mine who I've met back in university. We've traveled together, gone through careers, talked about relationship, lifestyles, um, seeing each other grow through time. She's currently doing wonderful work as a learning and development professional, helping individuals grow within their career. And I'm sure that she'll be able to share lots of lessons with the journey that she's been through. So, hey, Ella. Hi, Chriselle. Hi, guys. How are you? (laughs) I'm wonderful. (laughs) I'm uh, it's been a long time since I've seen you, but obviously with COVID, we can't really see each other. So I'm yeah. super thankful for your time and popping in. No, yes. I'm thankful for inviting me. Thank you. Of course. Um, I am. Before we dive in on like the deep questions, I think we should like warm things up or have some icebreaker questions. And this is always something fun to like start with. So are you ready? Yeah. Okay. Um, coffee or tea? Coffee, hundred percent. Hundred percent? No tea at yeah. all. <laughs> I actually have. I actually have them both. As a yeah. Day. In the morning, I have coffee. In the afternoon, yeah. I have tea. Mm-hmm. But uh, if I have a choice, it would be coffee. Ah, dark or do you do it on a, like a specific dark? Way? Dark. I, now I'm, it's been like seven, like not seven months. I would say about five, six months that this black coffee, which is something I've never thought I would ever do in my life. Oh. But <laughs> lately I've been drinking my coffee black in an effort to reduce my calorie intake. Yeah. <laughs> that, oh, I know. <laughs> I do my tea like, black too. So I'm like, I feel better waking up and yeah, drinking it. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's nice. Um, okay. Next question. Winter or summer? that's hard um well if if i'm talking about canadian winter i will have to choose summer ah okay so what's if you were to choose winter what on what occasion would you pick winter if winter back home in a tropical place where Ah. it's like here yeah sure i will choose that winter Mm, okay still the weather is nice you can walk around you can go about but um in canada no, summer. 100%. Yeah, summer. How about fall or spring? Oh, fall. Right? Fall. The colors. Yeah. I, I love the colors. Yes. Yeah, I, I actually like the leaves falling. It's, 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 oh. it's, it's, I know it can be depressing to people, but to me, it says it's a sign of growth and a sign of hope. Mm. Um, it's like peeling is, back layers of like. Yeah, exactly. Mm. A fall. Mm, that's great. Same. I love fall. Um, how about spontaneous or planned? Oh, spontaneous. I'm ah. not a planner. I think you know this by yes. now. Yes. <laughs> travel together. Yeah. Like, I am not the one who's going to do all of the planning when we travel. Someone else will do it. Yeah. And then I will follow along. And then if something like happens, yeah. then it's fine. But yeah. yeah, I'm not a planner. I'm I'm very spontaneous. Yeah, I think when we went to New York, we're just yeah. like, okay, these are the places that we're gonna go to. But in the middle, we're like, we can get lost. Like, let's, let's, yeah, let's... that's fine. <laughs> yeah, like even like hop or or buy like last minute tickets of like a Broadway show exactly. too. Yeah, and that's the beauty of, of it. It's an adventure, right? So. Yeah. You go where life takes you, or the adventure takes you. Very exciting. About holidays or weekends? Um, holidays. Holidays. Yeah. And music or movies? You know, because of COVID, I yeah. would say movies now. Uh-huh. Uh, before, I would have said music, actually. Oh, okay. But now, I feel like with COVID and you staying at home, mm-hmm. I don't listen the music as much as I used to yeah I just watch movies as a way of 
um, de-stressing and blogging out. Mm-hmm. Um, but before, I used to listen to music most of the time to just let go and de-stress. But mm-hmm. now it's movies, mm. which is interesting. Makes sense. Is there a movie that you recently watched? Uh, actually, today I watched Red for the first time. Have you ever watched Red? Oh, I've I've heard of it, but I haven't. No. Yeah. How is so it? It's a funny action movie, and I find myself enjoying those a lot. My husband likes action movies. I don't. Mm-hmm. It's not something I would gravitate. So a funny action movie, something that we both could enjoy and watch. So that was interesting today. Oh, nice. So like win-win for both. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Okay, well, speaking of movies, um, I would want to, I guess, transition that into um, one of the things that I would want you to, or a way for you to introduce yourself to us. So um, in terms of, let's say, your story, imagine um, that you're walking down a red carpet of, let's say, a milestone in your career or even like you get 15 seconds to give uh, the audience of a snapshot of who you are what would that be 15 seconds <laughs> you don't have to time it <laughs> uh, yeah, I won't time you oh no no I understand but <laughs> I would want to be remembered or thought of as someone who shows up to the people that I care about mm. my friends or my family I yeah. really want to be that one who shows up when they need me yeah. or uh, when they need a, someone to hear them out and things like that mm-hmm. I want to be described as or I, I want to I want to be remembered as someone who has inspired a thought or a feeling um with someone and that's like a positive thought like have inspired someone to do something new for example mm-hmm. uh, and I want to be remembered as someone who is strong and resilient you are um, by the way thank you mm-hmm. thank you yeah I think people when you know me and you know my story you yeah. would see that growth in me mm-hmm. uh, uh, but to a lot of people they may not know where that comes from oh she's just confident but mm-hmm. the whole story behind it and the journey to where I am today mm-hmm. it wasn't all confidence or all strength you know yeah. there are a lot of tears a lot of insecurities and a lot of weakness so um, mm-hmm. but yeah I would say resilient inspiring um, maybe um, uh, yeah and shows up to the people who matter mm-hmm. like when you I know um I, I know some of your stories. I'm sure there's a lot more that you know we can talk about um in person as well. Uh but with let's say the experiences that you've gone through to get you to where you are right now and I'm sure you're still growing because I know you. You always, you know, keep <laughs> learning, keep growing. Uh that's the type of person that I know you you are. Um but what would you say would be the biggest highlight or the biggest reason or it can be reasons that made you the person that you are right now? So one of the biggest experiences in my life and that shaped who I am mm-hmm. um was when um so I grew up in a very traditional household right a mom and a dad mm-hmm. my dad was very traditional middle eastern man um get, takes the gender role of a, a man and my mom takes the gender role of a woman which yeah. takes, the, takes care of the house and whatnot yeah. but um and you know this but yes. um mm-hmm. you know my dad has been abusive at some point right mm-hmm. and the shaping experience or one of the experiences that shaped me is when I first got my first job in 2015 ever while Mm -hmm. I was still in school and my dad was like you know what you guys are out and in a way at that point it was like a sigh of relief that okay we're getting out of there Mm -hmm. but now that I'm looking back at it it's there are two people who stuck together just for the kids, <laughs> yeah. right? Like, yeah. they, like, they weren't meant to be for each other at all, but they stuck together for the kids. And, and when the first opportunity came, um, 
for him to break free mm-hmm. took it right um, but to me it would be just standing up for myself um, to my dad be advocating for myself and and what should and shouldn't happen and then mm-hmm. actually being able to take care of my mom um, even though it wasn't <laughs> you know we weren't like earning or I wasn't earning my sister wasn't still in school and yeah. I wasn't earning a lot of money yeah. it was below the entry level <laughs> yeah. the, right, right, the standard yeah. but still I, it, it was something that I could provide so that was one of, one of the experiences that shaped who I am mm-hmm. and today that I need to stand up for myself I need to be able to take care of myself and my mom so that mm-hmm. was something that was uh, that was probably a really huge part of your life where your role in the family and then your life sort of changed no that, yeah for sure <sighs> it's yeah it's been a transition yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> and with that um is that something that is there something with your transition was it how was that how how did that happen or how did you feel moving from one that one person in your family to being basically the provider to me it was so my mom was it wasn't the main i so i was the provider in the sense that i was the only one working full-time my yeah. sister was in school focusing on school my mm-hmm. mom used to get assistance so it used to help but mm-hmm. to me it was a lot of pressure yeah um it was a lot of pressure to the point that i dedicated myself to my to my work yeah because i knew that was the main source of income for us um and i was still in school right and and i was like what third year year of university Mm -hmm. i was i was actually debating if i should complete my degree or not Mm -hmm. i i because I was like, am I gonna pay that much money to my to my? I, I can't afford to go to school yeah. and take care of family. It just yeah. it was a lot of pressure, but somehow I managed to finish. It took me two three two three years to finish two years. Actually, it took me what three years to finish two years of school. Uh-huh. Uh huh. But two years of one year of full time and two years of part time. But mm-hmm. um, but you did it. Yeah, yeah. I've done it. Yeah. I, plus that I've been able to do it not at the best GPA but at least it's a check mark mm-hmm. um, but the way it treated me and made me feel it's like I threw myself at work it's like I honestly threw myself at work I used to work until 7 p.m. yeah um, I overworked myself and I didn't overwork it because mm-hmm. the culture of work was requiring it mm-hmm. I think this, no, I'm, I'm, I'll take that back the culture of work required it <laughs> but, <laughs> To me, mainly, it was because I truly felt that if I didn't do a good job at work, I'll yes. be let go. Mm. And if I'm let go, I'm not going to be able to provide for the family. Yeah. It's like yeah. a trickle down, right? Exactly. Yeah. Like the main, it seems like the main fear is not coming really from the work. It's more of like the the after effect. Of, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and, you know, with with all of that, like, I'm sure now that you have your own place with your husband and I'm sure your mom is like super proud of you and your sister too. Uh, does it surprise you to be where you are in your life right now? Um, career wise, no. Mm-hmm. I, I have reached, like I've always said, yeah, no, career wise, I don't think so because I've worked my ass off to it to be where I am. I literally worked my ass off. Like it's just, I've earned it and if someone and I have seen a lot of people who or I've met a lot of people who are like oh my gosh you're um, working this much or mm-hmm. you're earning this much and and like with a question mark or how did you get there but I am I used to be apologetic of where I am in life yeah. and, uh, and 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 all of that but right now I'm not honestly like I've worked my ass off and no one knows how much my story exactly yeah. like I used to like he said like I used to work until seven I used to read a lot of books just to make sure that just because I I had that insecurity because I'm still in school I wasn't good enough Mm -hmm. or I'm still in school I I wasn't professional enough Mm -hmm. so I used to go to all these seminars I used to go to all of these professional uh, courses 
uh, pay pay for them out of pocket, not even let the company pay for it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I would just throw myself at work and 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 have earned it. Yeah, career wise, I've earned it. Yes, you've earned um, it, hundred yeah, percent. Yeah, <laughs> I know. But, uh, yeah, yeah, career wise, I've earned it. Mm. And how about personal life? Um, you your personal, personal. growth. Mm-hmm. Yeah, personal life. Had, no, I did. I wouldn't expect to be where I am mm. today. Mm. I, I honestly wouldn't. Yeah, and I wouldn't expect to end up with someone like my husband too. Mm. Yeah, just because of the experiences that you're too familiar with. Yes, I know. And hey, he's so lucky to have you. Like. Oh yeah. Hands down. Girl. Yes, girl. Yeah. (laughs) You offer so much. You offer so much. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. I'm I'm honestly so happy for you and and I know how much he cares for you just you know, with the stories and um right now you're living together. Um I was there in your wedding as well. I wish I was able to come to the back bachelorette but it was this year during covid i think and i had to be oh sent- no it was canceled you didn't miss anything okay <laughs> i think oh it was the cere- ceremony was-, was canceled yeah the ceremony was canceled oh, COVID. yeah it's okay so we we'll celebrate you next year it was our islamic wedding at the mosque mm-hmm. and then the reception that you couldn't attend uh, was yes. already canceled anyways because of covid so. uh, oh well um so, yeah. <laughs> we'll celebrate oh, you next year with with Joanna. Yeah. Two years later. Yeah, <laughs> or two years <laughs> later. Time flies anyway. I mean, I don't even know what day it is. Uh, the 12th, I think? 12, oh, 12, 12, I think. Right. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. But going back to what you were saying, yeah, no, I, I know what you've gone through. You know... You, you've told me stories, of course, and I've seen um, the growth. And honestly, I'm really happy where you are right now that, you know, you're in a good place. And knock on wood, I really hope that um, it keeps going, um, yeah. trend upwards, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, with, with your routine, like, I know that right now you're working from home um, while, you know, taking care of your pets and being there for your husband as well. How do you balance all of that? I honestly don't know. <laughs> I, I honestly don't know how I balance all of that. Yeah. Like, I'm still working on having a routine. Yes. Right? And not just going where the flow takes me. Yeah. Uh, because I feel like I, I need... I need a routine because my there is a lot of fuzzy lines right now. Like before when you used to go to work and come to work, mm-hmm. you know, this is work time. This yeah. is it. Done. When you come home, you're mm-hmm. at home and you're going to take care of things at home. But now where the line between work and home, yeah. personal and professional is so fuzzy, Yeah, I find myself struggling to have a routine or, or to create boundaries mm. between what is work time and what is personal or me time. Right. So yeah. it, to me, it's work in progress. It's, yeah. it's, I'm still figuring out how to do that. Mm-hmm. Lately, I've been trying, you know what, once I log off from work or um, just I don't even go to, to, to the den where we have our desks. I refuse to go there when we when I'm not working. I just refuse to go there. Before I used to go there, check my email, uh, see like if anything, any updates or any work I need to do on the side, mm-hmm. which is fine. It, it's dedication and everything, but it's it affects my mental health and mental well being. Yeah. So um, I'm still figuring this one out. Mm-hmm. No, that's that's good. At least you you were able to identify the things that you want to work on, right? And you pointed out something that's super important, which is boundaries. I think um, creating boundaries in your personal, professional life is super duper significant for your own health, like mental well-being. Yeah. Yeah. You don't want to burn out. (laughs) Mm -hmm. For sure. Yeah. 
and how um or or what are things that have helped you in creating those boundaries um so to me it's um i find myself the boundaries get fuzzy when i'm not 100% well i'm not focused 100% at something so when i'm working for example i'm not focused at work 100% mm. and i'm being distracted by side things being distracted oh I want to watch TV while I'm on my break mm-hmm. or oh I want to go and cook while I, while like you know I'm technically <laughs> working yeah technically exactly technically working yeah. so I what what helped me or what I know will help me too uh, is actually giving my 100% or giving I'm focused 100% at the task at hand mm-hmm. so I don't um, I don't I don't let the time for this task Mm-hmm. extend and bleed into the time for another task or another me time or things like that so um when i'm working i want to give it my all and when i'm enjoying my time or doing chores or things like that i want to give it my time too um this is one thing that uh, it helps me mm-hmm. uh, set those boundaries mm-hmm. um yeah i don't i can't think of anything else that mm. no that that yeah that makes sense. I think, um, you know, being, like you said, 100%, being very present with what you're doing uh, allows you to just focus on that and not worry about anything else. And that, I guess, creates the mental boundaries. So you, exactly. th- right, the worries wouldn't be, would, wouldn't uh, consume your mind, like the worries exactly. outside of what you're doing. Yeah, you've articulated better than I did. So. Oh no, I just repeated what you. <laughs> I just repeated what you said, girl. <laughs> and you think that you, you know, you love doing while you're working at home. What What, what are your current joys? My current joys are my cups of coffee in the morning uh-huh. to wake yeah. me up. <laughs> my coffee, my the first sip of coffee in the morning. That's something that I like. My current joy as well at work is when my kitten Simba comes and jumps on our desks and wants cuddles and Aww. wants, um, you know, some affection and yeah. some him time. Yeah. Uh, so we have two cats. One, Vespusa, she's like two years and mm-hmm. she's super sassy. sassy. Like she's a true cat. She doesn't like to be held. She's not a lab cat. She's not affectionate. <laughs> so independent. The only time that she's going to come and bother you is if she's hungry. That's it. Mm. But Simba, he's he's just all up in your business. He wants those kisses. He wants those hugs and and like the cuddles and everything. And I really love it when he comes and he's like meowing, asking for attention, <laughs> wants the pets. I love I love those moments. Um, those are I cherish them because I've always wanted a cat like this. Yeah, who's like cuddle me or yeah, who's like very open with yeah. Right? And yeah. was Busbusa ever like that, or has she always been sassy? No, she's oh, <laughs> no, she, she was little. She doesn't like to be held. She doesn't like uh, to be like, uh, she's not a lap cat at yeah. all. Yeah. The most she would do is like she would sleep maybe on the bed while I'm sleeping, but also that's on the other side of the bed, not even beside me. <laughs> um, so it's. She's very so distant. When, yeah, she is very distant. Like, you know what? Like, she's a true cat. She's the queen. Yeah. I need to serve her, yeah. clean her litter, put food to her, rent free, uh, brush her, and that's it. Yeah. And she's basically living there for free, right? Exactly. You know, you know she's, she's sassy. Yeah. Well, I'm sure you love them equally. <laughs> Yeah, of course, yeah, yeah, of yeah. course. <laughs> I love them equally. I just like the affection of yeah. one better than the other. Yeah, um, I I heard, and I don't know if how true this is, but um, I heard pets take over the personality of their owners. Do you think that you're more of a Simba or you're more of a Basbusa? I am. Oh no, me and Basbusa are alike. <laughs> she gets angry. I get angry. She's moody, and I am moody. Yeah. I wish I can tell. And I'm actually more of a Simba. Like I am. I don't shy away from showing my affection. Uh-huh. But uh, if I have to relate, I would relate more to Basbusa. Ah. So I like... am more hangry. I am more moody than, like, I am moody too. Uh, yeah. 
Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, <laughs> no, no. I think that's a good thing. You're clean, and that's why. That's what. Queen, yeah, yeah, you're clean. <laughs> um. So, like, when you when you mentioned, I think that's so interesting because, of course, like, you're not just like, you're you're more like what you're saying. You're more like Busbusa, or Busbusa is more like you. Um, but you get some hints, um, of, of, um, Simba's personality as well, and that kind of. I wanted to like dive into your perception or your perspective on nature versus nurture and how um, whether you think your upbringing versus your environment has affected you more of your major and minor life decisions. Uh, that's an interesting question. So I think nature, it's it's your upbringing the society mm-hmm. you grew up in the country you grew up in yeah. your family yeah. your friends and whatnot definitely will affect you mm-hmm. and will shape you to shape you shape your beliefs shape some of your ideologies about mm-hmm. life society and whatnot mm-hmm. but in i would say that's true for me too yeah. but i think with the whole idea or the whole experience that I've had with, um, you know, my dad being just, just a jerk, mm-hmm. um, has made me question a lot of things. Yeah. Um, and that comes the nurturing piece in terms of how I view societies, how I view so, like gender roles, how I view the relationship between a man and a woman, uh-huh. or what marriage looks like. What a, what is a good relationship yeah. versus what's not a good relationship, uh-huh. and what's a woman's role versus oh you shut up or like just take it and and like be silent be patient versus no speak up advocate for yourself be your own hero be your own savior don't be a victim Mm -hmm. um that comes from nurture but that comes from nurture when you have access to information um because when i was during that phase of me exploring and me wanting to learn more about what's out there I was here in Canada right and I had access to information I had I had the freedom to do so not to say that back home there isn't freedom but you have a lot of pressure from society to as a woman yeah as a woman to behave a certain way Mm -hmm. um and to you know um listen to your parents be a good daughter right Mm -hmm. um but here, it's it's I'm more of I'm more free to explore my who I am. not who I am, but to explore different thoughts and mm-hmm. beliefs and things like that. So mm-hmm. to me, it's it's a mix of both. Yeah. Um, nurture and nurture. Mm-hmm. Nature and nurture. Did I say Na- that right? <laughs> yes, nature you got it. Nurture. Nature and nurture. Yeah. 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 Mm, I see and. When you mentioned about relationships, and that's a huge part of anyone's life, right? It, it shapes your way of living. It shapes your perception of the world uh, and perception of yourself too. Uh, so when you when you mentioned about um, a healthy relationship, uh, whether that's uh, a romantic, be a friendship, or three a family, um, mm. what what would you say a healthy relationship is I think a healthy relationship is one that where you have boundaries um, and, and and yes in a romantic relationship you will have boundaries with family you will have boundaries yeah. even with your own with friendships mm-hmm. you have boundaries yeah. and and those boundaries are respected and understood mm-hmm. um, even though if you don't agree you know, if you don't agree yeah. on those boundaries or these thoughts or things like that, or different perspectives in life, yeah. you know that you respect that you're not going to cross the line yeah. and demean someone or um, uh, think of them differently just because you don't agree with with how you see the world, you know? Yes. Um, I think a healthy relationship takes a lot of work. Mm-hmm. It's not a product of two. It's just, just 
I don't think a healthy relationship just exists just because. Yeah. I think it takes two people, the two parties, to work on this relationship to maintain it, to nurture it. Yep. To for it to grow and to flourish and be healthy and to make to keep going healthy. Because mm-hmm. there are arguments, there are all disagreements in any relationship. Yeah. And even in friendships there are a lot of ups and downs. Yeah. Um, but it takes the two parties working together to make it work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think a healthy relationship is fulfilling. It doesn't make you doubt yourself yeah. or think negatively about yourself. Mm-hmm. For sure, some like a family, a friend, or a partner can challenge you and can make you grow and make you see things about yourself that you haven't seen before. Yeah. But yeah. they do it in, in, in a respectful way. I think it should be done in a respectful way. Um, mm-hmm. They don't do it out of them demeaning the person or making the person feel bad or fear infer- feel inferior. Mm-hmm. Um, just they make it to make you grow or they bring it with a perspective it's for your growth. It's something mm-hmm. that you don't know about yourself. Yeah. I love that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think you, you said a lot of key key lessons in there for you know anyone listening on whoever wants to really understand what a healthy relationship is on any kind of level right or any type of relationship and you mentioned um boundaries right you mentioned a choice of i i love that you emphasized on the importance of putting in the effort on both sides because it's not just a coincidence it's yeah, both of you probably got attracted at first, but then for it to keep going, you can be attracted with so many people, right? But yeah. for you to be able to keep going, both people have to invest on it. And this is kind of a similar level, depends of, of course, the circumstances, but both are in it for um, as a choice to want to work on it and grow, grow together. Exactly, yeah. Yeah. And... The last thing that you mentioned, which was, I think, um, conflict management, it's yeah. it's so, I think it's really important um, that you mentioned that because, you know, learning how to fight well as a couple can sometimes be non-apparent in modern relationships just because of the, how, you know, how apps work and how things are just so fast and quick and easy easily accessible right it's so hard to find someone who can fight with you exactly well yes. and yeah maybe you can shed some light on that on how how you think a good fight looks like or or how what is a healthy fight if there's an argument i think to me i can measure or to me the way I view the fight is healthy or those people whether it's a friend romantic partner Mm -hmm. or family will are working through the fight it's not what happens in the moment it's most likely what happens after because in the moment things are going to be said yeah or like the tone is going to be different Mm -hmm. um it can be a little bit of anger a little bit of um hurt you know mm-hmm. i don't think there should be disrespect yeah um, just just some i don't think there should be any disrespect when even when you're fighting with a person uh, with anyone because when there is disrespect you just you know that the relationship is broken the work that's done after the yeah. fight is actually when you're reflecting with that partner that friend that family member yeah. on what happened and what we could have done differently Mm -hmm. i want to see it from your own perspective and how can we do it differently next time Mm -hmm. or how are you going to evade this problem or this issue coming again because there is you know one of two ways either one of the parties are going to change their mind or you know adapt Mm -hmm. a new way of thinking or um they just agree to disagree on this issue and they're going to live with it yeah you know Mm -hmm. so 
to me it's all the healthiness of a fight or the resilience of a couple a friendship or two people comes from what happens after the disagreement and what happens after mm-hmm. the fight yeah. um and the one thing that shouldn't happen during the fight is the disrespect that's mm-hmm. It. Mm-hmm. yeah so important i think respect is really key with any interaction that you have with the people you love and care about right um, oh yeah don't fight fear yeah at the back of my mind you want to fight when you fight you want to be fair mm. can you... you don't want to be manipulative you don't uh... want to be manipulative or bring things that were already discussed and and, and, and done Mm-hmm. you know then mm-hmm. and done don't bring things that happened three four five years ago <laughs> into conversation if you want to fight you want to fight fair you don't want to be manipulating the other person's anger or manipulating the other person's feeling mm-hmm. um and if yeah just fighting fair not fight not being sneaky or 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 you're out to hurt the other person or you're out to win mm-hmm. because a fight is when you're coming into a fight or a disagreement with the perspective that you want it you want to go in to win you will yeah. you shouldn't be in a relationship yeah you're better off alone yeah. right you're better off alone mm-hmm. uh but when you're fighting fair it's you're open to other people's perspectives mm-hmm. um and you're open to that you could be wrong like you know you could be wrong like what you thought of a situation may be wrong you may be overthinking things um and you don't have the whole truth Mm -hmm. yeah you know i i i've like i while you were saying that i i had like a flashback of you know our own experiences with relationships and um i think before even getting to this point uh even some people like with other my, my other friends and let me know if you I guess agree or disagree but before reaching to a place where you're ready for a strong healthy long-term kind of relationship there's always this idea or story that is built up in our mind in our minds that stops us from not focusing on winning in arguments because we want it our way versus working with the person that we're with and accepting their, I guess, not not just accepting, but also listening to their side of the story versus just forcing our story on in that conversation. Yeah, I agree. I, I think like when you're, I, I think when you're ready to commit to a partner mm-hmm. long term or something like marriage yeah. you fully or you should have like you should have fully accepted that that person is flawed and no one is perfect and so mm-hmm. are you mm-hmm. uh, you're not perfect either but yeah. you know that this person is willing to work through it with you yeah giving it is any problem because if you have like pretty much if any relationship has ended it's because one of the two people or both they thought that you know what there isn't enough substance in that relationship that will keep me going yes yeah. it's as simple as that it may come in different shapes and forms but this is essentially what it is one or one of the parties or both of them saying you know what there isn't enough substance that will keep me fighting for this relationship or give me holding on mm-hmm yep but when you want to when you're ready to commit or when you've committed long term to someone you know that there's enough substance and and you're fulfilled in that relationship that you're willing to work on it long term and the other person is willing to work on it long term too mhm yeah for sure thank you for sharing your wisdom <laughs> i think welcome. yeah honestly i think um there's so much more um I want to ask for sure and I'm sure that you know I'll bring you in another time um to dive in yeah on different I'm sure there's like more lessons that you'll be learning as you grow in this in in your relationships whether that's with your husband with your family with your friends um but what you what you just mentioned is you know a substance 
knowing the depth, even the foundation of that, of your relationship, knowing that that itself is strong would Mm -hmm. sustain, right? Sustain or even allow you to be resilient in future um, arguments or conflicts. Uh, Yeah. And some, sometimes uh, I wonder and, um, we've talked about this too, is how do you keep yourself strong? I know you have that busbusa in you. So how do you keep yourself strong and healthy while you're ingrained um, or while you're trying to intertwine yourself with a partner or with your family? Um, I think if you... So the way I interpret your question mm-hmm. is I wouldn't say I need to be strong. Maybe mm-hmm. I need to be healthy, yes, when mm-hmm. I'm with a partner. Yeah. Um, maybe I need to be maintain my individuality mm-hmm. while maintaining a partnership, yeah. right? Yeah. And that comes from you figuring out yourself first before mm-hmm. actually being in a relationship. Yes. So even before I met my husband, I was... I've known myself. Yes. I've done the work on myself, right? I've yeah. reflected. Mm-hmm. I know my flaws. I know what I'm good at. Mm-hmm. And I know what I'm not good at. Mm-hmm. And and when like I was getting to know my husband, I was very upfront about what's good with me and what's bad with me. Yeah. Like also based on how I acted or how I was in previous relationships, mm-hmm. right? So mm-hmm. I was very upfront with him about that, and he was very upfront with me as well. Mm-hmm. Um, in terms of how you navigate the strength or the healthiness, honestly, you take it day by day. There isn't yeah. <laughs> like there isn't a formula, or like there isn't oh I do this, I do that. Yeah, it's just a day by day thing because honestly you learn a lot about yourself when you're in a long-term relationship or you're when you're married to someone or living with someone because you you experience things that you don't experience or you talk about things that you don't talk about if you're dating and you're living separately yeah right so it's things that you know I'm, I'm starting to discover that about myself that the way I was brought up will affect and I've known it like I've known this but now is actually thinking that the way your parents brought you up will uh-huh. affect the way, the, how you view, um, how you're going to bring up your own children. Yes. Not that I have children or blame to have children, but yeah. like when, when you see, when I see my husband, how he acts with his niece and nephew, for example. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, mm, I wouldn't do that. And like we would talk back and forth about, you know, these things. Yes. So it's just day by day and with the conversations and mm-hmm. and, and life. Yeah. It's going to break it up. And you're going to honestly sometimes be shocked. Like mm-hmm. this person I got married to, but it is what it is at this point. You know? <laughs> exactly. <'Cause... laughs> you're like, um, this might be an issue. <laughs> I'm, I'm always the person, I find myself always the person who's always thinking ahead. Yes. And my husband is the kind of t- t- type who's like taking it day by day. But I'm like, mm, the way you're dealing with niece and nephew, it might be an issue in the future with our <laughs> kids. And he just looks at me all like, oh. Like, Where are you right no. now? What year are you in? <laughs> yeah, I'm like, come on. But um, honestly, I'm, I'm, and that's the thing with partners. They're yeah. gonna, their habits are going to bleed onto you. So I'm trying to take it day by day and not to... Yeah think so far ahead in in the mm-hmm. future and the what ifs mm-hmm. and whatnot so for sure and i think that that's like the maternal instinct you want the best for your kids right yeah we, even though they don't exist and not yet <laughs> <laughs> but whenever i feel the same way like when i um think of the potential partner of the my potential partner i would think of him as yes my probably my husband as a husband but, but how would he be as a father too so exactly. that that's fair I can I can relate yeah. with that <laughs> um and I'm not the only one no no girl you're not <laughs> it's very normal <laughs> yeah and honestly I think that what happens when you're looking for something serious like when mm-hmm. you're looking to establish a serious relationship that could yeah. lead into a family yes of course um, yeah. I think, yeah, for sure. Um, if 
if the intention is there, I think both people would um, want to see themselves as how would I be as a parent if they want kids, right? Yeah. Um, so. Yeah. I like I like what you pointed out there about your partner being a mirror of yourself too, mirroring some things. Oh, yeah. yeah, it's kind of scary, but it gives uh, you see a part you see parts of yourself that you haven't seen before. No, hundred percent. Right. And honestly, the I've always I've always thought this, and I believe it. The biggest investment in mm-hmm. your life yeah. is choosing your own partner choosing your lifelong partner yeah i don't care about education mm-hmm. it's actually i think it could be the second after your own career mm-hmm. but it can destroy your own career <laughs> <laughs> because yes. your life at home sucks yeah yeah everything else sucks right yeah your partner is the biggest choosing your partner is the biggest investment you'll do for the rest of your life because like i like he would live with that partner what 15, 20, 30 years, 40, however, 50, that yeah. is meant to be. You yeah. want it to be forever, but you don't know, right? Yeah. You you have to do you have to do your due diligence in choosing your life partner. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, for sure, and understanding what are things that are a big no no, and things exactly. that are like that's a green signal. I'm I want that, right? I want that exactly. in my partner, um, yeah, and in my life too, right? Exactly. Mm-hmm. And so, guess now that we're nearing the end of the episode, and you know, thank you so much again for sharing your wisdom. Thank I know you. I said thank you already, but it's always refreshing to hear your perspective because I know that you've had quite a journey, and the lessons that you've learned um, have changed even through time. And now that you are where you are right now, I can definitely sense that you love the love that you have for yourself is so strong and healthy that um when you first mentioned about you know sometimes being apologetic for the growth in your career i think i'm i'm so glad to hear that you've reached to a place where you're not apologetic anymore because you know you've earned it you've earned every single part of your your aspect of your life yeah yeah and you know what, what would you tell um the 15 year old Allah? <laughs> um yeah your life is not gonna turn out as you thought <laughs> 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 no my 15 year old self i was naive for sure mm-hmm. and honestly i think all 15 years old are like that but yeah. i would tell her you will persevere yeah you're resilient even though you don't know it mm-hmm. um and I would tell her that just, you know, maintain, like, continue to be kind and believe in people, even though you were, you know, you were, they showed you otherwise, or some people showed you otherwise. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And how about your current self? What's your love message? My love message? Mm-hmm. Um... Be kind to everyone in your life. Mm-hmm. Expect the best. Expect, yeah. yeah, expect the best out of people, mm-hmm. unless proven otherwise or unless shown otherwise. Mm-hmm. And and I don't know why I said and. But <laughs> yeah, that would be it. That would be it. Okay, awesome. Yeah. And um, I know it's been. A rough year just generally with like the limitations that we have with you know going out doing things socializing and all that um what would you want to do the first thing you would want to do once everything's over once this i know i I can't wait like my me and my husband we didn't want to have a wedding because we wanted to travel yeah Uh, and we decided to have like a small gathering for just close friends and family mm-hmm. um, and that didn't happen either and we couldn't even travel so it's like <laughs> I have been itching to travel for for a while now mm. um, so it's been over a year since my last trip yeah so mm-hmm. I want to travel mm. 
I'm sure it will happen. Hopefully, if not next year, probably would just be Canada traveling. Yeah. Um, but 2022 seems like more probable. <laughs> Which again, we'll time flies. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> anything can happen after 2020. Anything can happen. Uh, yeah. And so to end, uh, to end this fully end this episode, I always want to end with you know gratefulness. And so, um, what what what's something that you are grateful for this year? I am grateful for the people that I've surrounded myself with, mm-hmm. whether it's friends, my husband, my yeah. family. Yeah, I think I've nurtured the right relationships mm-hmm. in my life yeah and i've 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 created my own tribe mm-hmm. um, and i'm thankful for all of the experiences that led me to where i am today mm-hmm. the good and the bad mm-hmm. yeah everything's yeah. Uh, a part of i guess the not just the journey i guess it's more of like the identity that you've built for yourself right exactly, now. Exactly, yeah. yeah. That's exactly mm-hmm. what I want, yeah. The identity, like mm-hmm. me knowing who I am. Mm-hmm. That's amazing, and I'm sure, you know, Allah will keep um, growing and changing, and who knows, I might see you in a different country next time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you never know. <laughs> Anything in heaven, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but thank you so much, Allah, again, for your time, and... I appreciate, you. yeah, you know, I, I always appreciate your words of wisdom and kindness. And uh, I know that with everything, past, present, future, whatever, what I don't even know what time is in space, you know, everything's relative now. But, <laughs> you know, with with everything that you've brought into my life, I'm I'm so glad that we get to share a part of it with other people who could also be listening sure. in yeah so thank you so much thank you for having me yeah <laughs> and that's it i hope you enjoyed the richness of the content that we have today and that you've learned a lot about life circumstances taking risks knowing yourself being unapologetic and building healthy relationships with my friend Ala today and I can't wait to chat with you again next week so have a wonderful day wherever you are and whatever you're doing again thank you so much for showing up